Welcome to the Kate Take Podcast with me, your host, Kate Brown. I'm a millennial mama, wife, health and business mentor, and currently in the wonderful, messy middle, navigating the ups and downs of life, entrepreneurship, and building big dreams. At the age of 24, I decided I wanted more from life and a career and stepped into the world of building a part-time business alongside my teaching career. I was able to grow that part-time business into a full-time endeavor, and here I am seven years later. Along the way, I've had a lot of fun, I've failed, I've learned, I've grown a lot, and you know what? I want you to do the same. I know what it's like to want more from life, but not know where to start. I know what it's like to want to reach that next goal, but feel like it's taking forever to get there. I know what it's like to navigate the messy middle and try to figure out your next steps, and that's what the Kate Take is all about, to help take you from inspiration into action every single day, taking one step forward to build your dream life. Each week, I'll share my take or an inspiring guest take on life, business, motherhood, growth, and every single thing in between. All right, you ready? Let's do the damn thing. My friend, welcome back to the Kate Take Podcast. I hope you are having the best day. I am so excited to bring you today's first Messy Middle Monday. One time a month, I'm going to come onto the podcast. It's going to be a shorter and sweeter episode, and I'm going to share with you a messy middle that I am walking through because I think it is so damn important for us to realize as ambitious women that when we look to people giving us advice or mentors, or maybe there's someone that you're looking like, man, if she did it, I can do it too. But because she already did that, she must not deal with this. I know I've definitely done that before where I hear other women or I'm around women that are successful or they have something I want or whatever it is. And I'm like, well, yeah, they must not struggle with this though anymore. And it's like, no, we all continue to have messy middles because life is like a mountain range, right? And you kind of climb up one hill, you you achieve that goal and then you kind of go down and you hit a valley and then you go up and you achieve another goal and then you kind of plateau for a while, right? And it's like, we're all gonna have those messy middles. We're all gonna have those plateaus. And so I just think there's a so much power in us sharing this. And so I'm going to share with you today, my current messy middle. And this messy middle actually pertains to my health, fitness, and healing journey that I'm on right now. I also want to remind you that a messy middle doesn't always have to be like a bummer or sad or frustrating or annoying. Like, I feel like oftentimes we feel like if we hit a plateau or we miss a goal that like, we have to be so upset And I'm kind of giving you permission to like realize that if you're in a down, it means an up is coming if you take action. If you don't do anything, if you retreat, if you quit, if you give up, if you say it's not for me, well, you're going to stay plateaued. You're going to stay stuck. You're going to stay on that little plateau part of the mountain. And the rest of the people who decided to find their way through it, well, they're going to be three mountains over. So I do want to put that out there. Um, But this is exciting in so many ways for me. So A couple of episodes back, I shared a whole podcast episode on why I'm finally confronting my birth trauma. And (laughs) since that episode, I feel like I have lived 10 lives in dealing with this. I have been super diligent that I have been joking that November, December, just like going forward is healing boot camp for me. I run boot camps every month and now I'm running one for myself. So since that episode has aired, um, you know, that was three weeks ago now or whatever it was, I've gone to um, weekly pelvic floor therapy um, appointments. They're an hour long and I've been going to therapy every other week. And I have to tell you that just really quickly that both those experiences, I cannot say enough that if you are a postpartum mom and if you have gone through, even if your birth wasn't traumatic, like 
you should go talk to someone about it. Like, I feel like, you know, 18 months later, I have the bandwidth to deal with this. And it's something my therapist and I just literally talked about because, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And part of me is like, man, if if I knew it would have been like this, I would have been way proactive about this and sooner. And it's like, no, like sometimes you don't have the capacity to deal with it. But, you know, if you've got a four month old and the four month sleep regression, you don't have fucking time to go deal with all that. Like I get it. Um, So I just want to put that out there that it has been wildly helpful and it's been exhausting and it's been exhilarating and it's been emotional in all the ways. And so I've just been ready to kind of crack this thing wide open. But the messy middle that I'm working through right now is that redefinition of health and happiness and healing and what that actually looks like. And I just want to share a few takeaways that I've gone through and hopefully they help you as well. And with this, I do just want to give a quick caveat that I am not a medical professional always seek medical professionals um, whenever you're going to start something new as far as health and fitness goes. But I am going to give you this advice off of seven years of working in this space, as well as this is some of the advice that I have gotten from my PT. Of course, this is not a supplement for your own medical professionals. So don't come at me, bro. Um, But okay, here's the messy middle I'm working through right now is slowing down to speed up, slowing down, to speed up. And here's why this is my messy middle. When I have spoken with my pelvic floor PT, one of the conversations that we talked about is, and I asked her was what kind of physical exercise can I do to support my well-being for my pelvic floor? Now, for me, some of the answers that I've gotten with my pelvic floor and the pain that I had personally been experiencing was my pain is coming from tightness on top of having scar tissue and that scar tissue and that tightness together is a recipe for pain. And so part of what I need to do in order to support my personal um, goals with my pelvic floor health, which is a piece of this trauma was the pain that I was experiencing is like, is like loosening up loosey goosey, man. Like, and, and that is so important to basically slow down to speed up. And so we talked about what kind of fitness I could be doing to support that. And what my PT told me was incorporating more stretching and yoga first and foremost, which like, I love a hot yoga class, but if I had to pick between like going to a C2 class at core power yoga or doing like a super hard, like body burn, lifting weight, like something hardcore, like a boot camp, I'm going to choose the boot camp because that's how I roll. And I really learned that like that slowing down from yoga and stretching is just so important because it just relaxes not only my pelvic floor, but my mind, my body, everything. So that's the first type of workout that she said would be great for me to incorporate. And when I say that my messy middle is slowing down to speed up, I need you to be nodding your head right now as I describe what I do, but I'll finish my workout and I'm like, oh, the stretching is starting. I'm done. Walk away, get in the shower go hang out with Ellie. Oh, I'm going to skip that. I got to stop skipping my stretching because you know what that's doing? It's not allowing me to fully recover, repair, rest so that then I can move forward at a faster pace, literally and figuratively. Okay. So I don't know if you do that, but I'm not going to be skipping my stretches anymore. That's, that's a huge thing for me. It's going to be a small thing that ends up being a huge thing. The other thing of far, as far as a fitness component goes is continuing to do strength workouts that build my glutes. Your glutes are so 
important in supporting your pelvic floor as well as your core and your core is everything. It's not just abs, but like your core and your, um, your glutes, those are super, super important in helping your pelvic floor. So continuing to do strength workouts that build my, my core and build my glutes. That's a huge piece of my workout program. And again, going, slowing down to speeding up, like core workouts, strength workouts. Like there's so much to making sure that you're doing those things at the appropriate pace and the appropriate times that you're actually building and targeting that muscle. And so I'm really excited about this because both of those things, I'm like, okay, I can learn how to slow down to speed up ultimately. And I can do that because for me, fitness is such a skill transfer. If I can learn to slow down and do the stretching, do the yoga, I know that I can appreciate life's moments better outside of fitness because it is a hundred percent a skill transfer. That's why I'm such a component that everyone needs a health and a fitness routine that they're excited about and they love because it is a skill transfer into your career, motherhood, your marriage, all of the things. And then the last type of workouts that she said to add in there are things like bar and Pilates, because those are just obviously known for supporting your pelvic floor. So my messy middle is in the fitness world, slowing down to speed up. I don't have to kill my body every day in a workout in order to succeed. And it's funny because this is why I'm sharing the messy middle. I feel like I learned this lesson back in like March, April when I did the four week gut protocol, because that workout was all about low impact and I felt so good. And then it was like, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go hardcore. And it's like, no, like you got to slow down to speed up. So that is what I am learning as far as the fitness component goes. All right, friend, if you have been listening to the Kate take for any length of time, you know that I am one proud mom and I have an 18 month old daughter. You also have heard me share on this podcast, how much bringing her into this world has truly impacted my life in so many positive ways, but also really rocked my world for a while there. And it's something that I'm still working through. And what I have realized is that there is so much power in community and sharing our stories and specifically specifically in this realm of sharing my experience going through birth trauma and going through therapy and doing all the things to kind of find myself again after becoming a mom and going through this. And I am so excited to bring this to you because I just know that every single time I share about this experience, my inbox is flooded with women saying, you're reading my mind. That's exactly how I feel. Like you're taking the words right out of my mouth. And so I'm really excited because I am going to be leading at the end of the month, a three day masterclass to finding fulfillment in your health and fitness routine after birth trauma. And I am calling it build back better mama three-day masterclass. And who is this for? This is for somebody who's gone through a traumatic birth experience and feels like nobody understands what they went through. This is for the woman who maybe had a great routine before she became a mom, but now that she's a mom, she feels scattered. She feels like her health and fitness routine is all over the place and she's struggling getting that consistency going. This is also for the woman who's navigating that messy middle of the emotional and physical trauma from her birth and just really 
wants to be in a community and learn from someone and talk with someone who's been through this themselves. And more than anything, this is a masterclass and this is a series for a woman who's just seeking a way to find fulfillment in her health and fitness routine in this new season of life. And she just truly wants to do it alongside a community that gets it. If that's you, if that's someone that you know, then I want to let you know that starting on Tuesday, November 29th through Thursday, December 1st, I'm going to be sharing a three-day masterclass sharing everything that I've been doing over the last 18 months to find joy, purpose, and fulfillment in my health and healing routine. So if you have felt alone in your postpartum journey since experiencing a traumatic birth, you want the community, you want connection, you want some tools in your tool belt to move your life forward, then this is the masterclass for you. This is totally free. This is going to be an awesome space, a community that we can build together, and I'm going to provide you some value and education so that you can move your needle forward towards health and happiness. You can get access to this class in the show notes underneath the link, build back better mama, or head over to my social media and I will link it there. Again, this is a free masterclass, just me sharing from one mama to another, the things that I've been doing over the past 18 months to solidify my health and fitness routine and heal my body, not just physically, but emotionally, spiritually, all the things. And we can be in this community together. So if that interests you, head to the show notes, click on the Build Back Better Mama link, drop your email, and that masterclass is going to kick off on Tuesday, November 29th, and all of the details will be sent to you after you drop your email. So I cannot wait. Let's freaking do it, and I'll see you in the masterclass, Mama. The other way that I'm tying this in of slow down to speed up and where this messy middle is coming from in, uh, you know, other aspects of my life, like my business and my personal life, let's talk about business first, is right now is a season of hustle for me. Honestly, it's the fourth quarter. It's the end of the year. I see a lot of people folding in their cards and cashing in their chips and saying, it's too late for me, for my dreams, my goals, my ambitions. I think I'll try next year. And I'm like, fuck that shit. (laughs) Excuse my language. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. But it's really tempting to like take my foot off the gas when it feels like People around me maybe aren't wanting to work that hard or we're just as a society, a lot of people, it's like, it's time to slow down. It's time to be present with your family. And here's what I mean by slow down to speed up more than ever. It is important for me. And this is the messy middle I'm in that like when Ellie is at daycare, I am effing slaying it in my business. I'm not cleaning my house. I am not doing laundry. I am not reorganizing the pantry. I am using my business hours for business and I'm going to hustle during that time. Um, That's the speed up portion of my day. But the second that 3.30 hits and it's time for me to go get my daughter from daycare, you best believe I am slowing down from work. I'm not answering a message. I'm not answering a text. I'm not posting a reel. I am present with my daughter. And then when she goes to bed, I'm going to relax and I'm going to breathe and I'm going to take a bath and I'm going to read a book and I'm not going to, I'm not going to overdo it. And it's this balance because it's really easy for me to just go only to the work side of things because that's naturally how I am inclined. But what I've realized is like, I have to slow down in order to speed up. And that goes for my work life balance right now. And it goes for 
you know, looking at the end of the year, maybe things haven't gone the way that you wanted them to go. I can tell you from personal experience right now, there have been so many things that have gone so well this year. And I feel like part of my life and business this year was like trucking along, freaking crushing it. And then August came and it was like, let's all explode and take a nosedive. <laughs> I'm just being honest. It's messy middle Monday. But the beauty in that feeling of like, whoa, that, that kind of got hard. Damn, I kind of got to claw my way out of this. Okay. The only way I claw my way out of this or reach the next mountaintop and work my way through this is I got to speed up, but I got to rest along the way. So on a weekend, on a late night, like I got to take that minute to breathe, be present and thank God I've built a business that allows me to do that. It's the greatest, greatest thing that I've ever done in my life was bust ass to build the business that I have because it allows me to have that push and that pull and that slow down to speed up mentality because I have ultimate say in my day and how I'm working on this. The last kind of piece of this that I want to give to you as an example, and hopefully it's helping you. And and again, even just hearing somebody else say, you got to slow down to speed up. Like, doesn't that make you feel so good? Because it makes you give yourself permission to be like, oh, (laughs) I can take a second to rest. Like, I don't have to like kill myself over this. Like, I can take a breather and I can work super hard on these goals. Like, I just, I think it's very refreshing. And I hope that it's giving you some, some good mojo. But slowing down to speed up, the third kind of area that I'm working on this is on my healing journey from this birth trauma. And I've, I've been super honest about this lately. Um, and I've had a couple people with snarky comments of like, why are you sharing this? You're not an expert. And it's like, shut up, Susan. Like I'm actually, no, not Susan. I have an aunt named Susan. She's great. Shut up, Betty. Like, why are you so mean? I can share whatever I want on social media. It's my podcast. Like it's whatever. But uh, the reason I've shared this, because I think we can all see our stories and other stories and it's connected me with so many women who have dealt with birth trauma and they have felt completely alone. And I'm like, if I could be the spokesperson for us, I will freaking do it because I just know how, like I've made friends through this and, and in making friends through this, like I've gotten hung out a few times now with a girl that I went to high school with and she's delightful. And she also went through a really traumatic birth. And I was like, we are like instantly bonded. I'm like, this girl's now my friend for life because it was like no small talk, <laughs> no like, oh, how are you? It was like, bam, first time we hung out, we were like, tell me about your traumatic birth. Tell me about yours. And it's like, she's been a great confidant now. It's like, that's power in our story. So I just also want to tell you, if you have something that you're like, oh, I'm nervous to share this with other people, whether it be in real life or in social media, it's like, do it do it. There's somebody out there who's probably dying for you to tell their, your stories so that they don't feel alone. I just have to put that out there. Anyway, what I'm realizing is that I kind of made a joke that I was going to go through healing boot camp in November. I was like, I'm going to go on healing boot camp, And I, I really have. I have gone to weekly pelvic floor therapy for one hour sessions, which that in and of itself, I'm has been so eye-opening and soon I will be having an episode coming up with um, Shelby Colzer. I've talked about her before on the podcast. She's phenomenal. She and I had a very interesting conversation about, we're going to have a conversation on the podcast about the emotional side of physical healing because it is fucking trippy. Let me tell you, but I've been doing this pelvic floor therapy and I've been going to regular therapy. And let me tell you, both of those things exhaust me. I just had a recent therapy session where I literally like 
walked through the scariest parts of my birth trauma. And it was the first time that I said them to a completely impartial person. And I really talked about how scary it was and guilt and shame around it and whatever. It'll, that'll be something I share maybe later on, but holy crap, did I have to slow down to speed up after that? Yes. I mean, to unpack that for one hour with someone and then like, oh, going to go back to my day. Not a possibility. Like I emotionally was so spent, like dead ass tired, just like felt like I ran a marathon and I've run a marathon. And it's like, I couldn't speed up the next day and be a good mom, be a good wife, be a good business owner. If I didn't come home from that therapy appointment and eat some healthy food, drink some water and go lay down for a nap. That's exactly what I did. Because it's like my body cannot process the processing of that trauma if I just like speed up. Okay, I did my therapy. Now I'm going to go to this. Now I'm going to go to that. It's like in order to succeed, I've got to slow down in order to speed up. And that is your messy middle message of the day of for this first messy middle Monday is like you got to slow down to speed up. It doesn't mean you don't reach your goals. It doesn't mean you take your foot off the gas. It doesn't mean that you're less ambitious. But what it does mean is that you're learning to work smarter, not harder. You're realizing when do you need to hustle and be dialed in and be super focused? And when do you need to be really intentional about rest and recharging and taking that bath or cracking open that book and actually reading it and taking time for yourself or going to the therapy, whatever it is, because here's the deal. Life is a series of ebbs and flows, ups and downs, good times, bad times, and you cannot succeed if you don't fail. And you can't recover quickly from failure if you don't allow yourself space to realize that you got to slow down in those times to be reflective so that you can move forward and change the needle towards the direction that you want to go. So that's something I'm working through right now, slowing down to speed up. And I hope that that's helpful for you today. I hope that it brings you some encouragement and maybe it makes you feel a little bit less alone. Maybe you're on a similar journey. Maybe you're not. If you know a friend on this journey, share it with them. But just remember the people that you are running alongside with in life, building your dreams. And I feel like if you listen to this episode, you and I are like that. We are gal pals running towards our dreams just know we gotta, we gotta be in this together. And the people that you admire, you look up to, they have messy middles too. We all do. And once you get through one, another one's going to come your way. And isn't that just the most beautiful thing in life? So with that, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Go leave that five-star written review. And I want to leave you with this. If you need any type of support, you need help, you need, you know, some guidance on this whole health, healing, fitness journey, and you have not yet looked into joining my December um, boot camp, go to the link in my bio because I have some really, really fun stuff coming up. I have created a workout calendar totally centered around pelvic floor health and just literally the plan that I've laid out with my PT for workouts, I'm going to share with any woman who wants to join my December boot camp. It's going to be super December themed. And then don't forget too, and I will run the ad for this afterwards. I've got my build back better mama free community that I'm going to be launching with my masterclass. I'm going to have some fun guests in there. So go to the link in the bio, go follow me on Instagram. Let's get lunch. If you live here in real life, I don't know. Let's connect though. But as always, I love you so much. Thanks for tuning into the Kate take, go follow me on Instagram. And, uh, I love you. I love you so much. Bye-bye.